hello all you lovely listeners and welcome to another episode of the Life in Plim podcast. Today's episode is not a somber one, but a glimmer of hope and positivity in these strange times. We want to help you feel the light at the end of the tunnel, even if it seems difficult to find a reason to be optimistic right now. With the England lockdown now upon us, it is, of course, natural to feel, well, a lot of feelings about it, actually. You might be worried about the impact on your studies. You might have fears about work and money as we return to lockdown. You might also just be anxious about returning to the isolation that we only left a few months ago. All of these feelings are too expected. And if you did struggle in lockdown one, the prospect of lockdown two, the sequel, is going to feel especially daunting. But hold on to hope and to one glimmer of positivity. Because we made it through one lockdown and we can absolutely get through another. We just need to be prepared for what's to come. So here's how to get yourself mentally ready for another national lockdown. Our first tip is about taking note of what we learned from the last lockdown. Our second tip is making sure that you have a routine. Next is about remembering that isolation doesn't mean isolated. Then make sure you make some time for exercise. Do something that makes you feel good each day. Another important tip is to limit your scrolling time or your news intake. And our final tip is about tackling the anxiety cycle and remembering what can you control in your life. So in this episode, we're going to look at all of these tips in a little bit more detail and break down what you can do and how it might help you in this lockdown. Let's kick it off with the first tip about remembering what we learned from the last lockdown. So it's really important to take a moment to reflect and think about the difficulties that we went through the first time, but also remembering how we succeeded and how we actually did come out of the last lockdown in a, with a positive attitude as well still. Tilda, do you have any experiences about um, some of the things that you did to help keep you sane or helped you feel better? Yeah, I think I'll start off by saying that the last lockdown, when I reflect upon it, as much as there was a lot of negatives and a lot of difficult times as well, there was also a lot of positives because I got to, well, was forced to learn to slow down and live more slowly. And from that, um, I discovered that I really love taking like 15 minutes in the morning to brew myself a really nice cafetiere of coffee make hot steamed milk and then read a few chapters of my book and that's become such a small pleasure in my life that I would never have had the time for if it wasn't for the first lockdown and now I've learned to appreciate it and fit it into my life anyway so I just thought like moment of reflection there's a few positives from the first lockdown um I love that because you just kind of in your everyday life you wouldn't normally take the time to do these things everyone always seems to be in a massive rush or just like busy doing so many other things but in lockdown we did have to take the time to actually we had the time we had a bit more time to be able to do all these little things that make our lives actually that little bit better and a little bit happier yeah definitely so I think that maybe all of us could take at least one thing from the lockdown that we found beneficial to our life 
I know a lot of people started a new exercise routine, a new book, started an at-home small business, or maybe we even just learn to not be afraid of the kitchen and cook some more interesting food. There's got to be one small thing you can take away from last time and hold on to that and make sure you use that during the second lockdown. What about you, Millie? Was there anything that you found beneficial from the first lockdown that you're going to hopefully bring forward? I think like one of the things was like talking more to family and friends because I always found that me and my friends would kind of have excuses not to kind of have a phone call or something like that because we were always busy and like life is hectic and it gets like that and we kind of made that as an excuse to maybe not talk to each other as much but then because everyone kind of stopped being massively busy all at one time and so it's not always the case for everyone I do appreciate that but it was nice to have that time to be actually able to say we do all have time now and we can reconnect and that was a really special time for me that's so cool Yeah, I definitely found like I was FaceTiming my mum and my best friends from home, which I never did before lockdown. And now it's just so normal for me that if I have a 10 minute break in my day, I get, uh, you know, messenger up and I just FaceTime someone and see how how they're doing. And I would never have done that. So that's something that I'm hoping to do to make sure that I stay kind of sane and happy and still feel connected when the next lockdown happens. Lovely. And also as a side note, I learned that I love podcasts, Fortnite and vegan baking. Got had to get in that in there. (laughs) Love that. Love that. (laughs) Yeah, I learned that I love this game called Mahjong. It's really popular in China and my housemate taught it to me. And it's something I would have just looked at and been like, I don't have the time to learn all the rules. But because I had to slow down, I realized I really loved that. So I'm a new Mahjong player. (laughs) Uh, And the world is a better place for it. And your Fortnite playing, Millie. I'm sure it benefits the world greatly. <laughs> well, actually, I do reconnect with my nephew a bit more, who is living up north now, and that's really cool. So, yeah, listeners, take a moment to just reflect on how you felt in that first lockdown, the good and the bad, and then think about what it is that you did that helped you feel happier and more positive during that time, and make sure you remember to do that during the second lockdown. So that leads us on to our next few tips and more about um, the things that we learned from lockdown and how you can apply them to your own lives. So our first one is about getting into a routine. As a student, of course, you'll have your studies to keep you busy. And this might allow you the time to get more studies done because you're more often at home. But also you need to remember that you need to make time for your other things in your life, like your time to relax and the time to meet with family and friends and those sorts of things to keep your life actually enjoyable. (laughs) Definitely. And I think once we go into lockdown, especially if you're a student, it can be really tempting to go one of two ways. Either you throw yourself into your studies completely because it's something to focus on, or you just throw yourself into doing absolutely nothing because what's the point and either way you're going to come out of either of those situations not feeling great and Millie's right you need to find a routine and part of finding a routine is making sure you've got some balance in your life as well yeah definitely and I can vouch for one of those things is like spending so much time studying makes you worry more that about your studies and it makes you do more and then 
it just ends up in a vicious cycle. You could think like, oh, if I spend more time studying, I'll feel less stressed. But at the end of the day, if you're not doing anything like exercise or playing video games or whatever it is you do to kind of relax, that stress is never really going to go away. And you're, ne- you're going to feel more guilty for having time off. So this is us officially giving you permission to crack out the Nintendo Switch and have a little break from studying once in a while. Damn, that reminds me, I need to go buy one of those. <laughs> a lockdown essential, of course. Yeah, I just went to a load of charity shops recently to stock up on my board games, just just in case. <laughs> and playing board games or getting out of games console might be part of your routine, but there's so many other things you can do to make sure you feel like you've got a routine during lockdown. And when we say this, we don't mean some complicated 12-step perfect morning routine that you see influencers do on YouTube. We're talking about doing something enjoyable around similar times every day so that your days don't just start to blur into one great big long lockdown mess. Yeah, exactly. And it's about finding the right time to study and the right time to, to take a break. And if that means you want to study in the evenings because that works better for you, go go for that do that and if that means you want to study in the mornings because that works better for you then do that but then those times where you're not studying like we said talk to friends have make sure you wind down do some meditation read a book whatever it is you enjoy and don't worry we are not saying that you have to start the lockdown zoom quizzes again no definitely not i mean that was a really good way for like us to stay connected with family and friends and leads us nicely into this idea of like the isolation doesn't necessarily mean isolated but at the same time there are different ways now that we can connect with people that don't mean we have to do a quiz every week yeah i'm sure a lot of us cannot stomach those multiple zoom quizzes a week but definitely we need to get a little bit more creative about how we stay connected so that we don't feel lonely during these weird times and It can obviously be really easy to fall into that trap of feeling isolated because your regular social activities have kind of been put on pause. Yeah, I agree. And there are so many ways now, like games or um, video conferencing softwares that we can use now to connect. And like, if you are a gamer or um, something like that, like me, or even if you just want to talk to your friends, there are so many like games now Uh, that you can use and I'll just list a few so a lot of you might have heard of Among Us and that's a a way that you can kind of like play with your friends um, either on the computer or on your phone there's obviously Fortnite there's Roblox there's Minecraft you have to pay for unfortunately there is a Club Penguin which I absolutely love Um, and also something else called Plato which is where you can play games and chat as well so all of these are where you can kind of like meet people friends and family chat and play games and you can also be on a zoom call with them on discord or anything like that if you want to live chat as well so you can connect and play games and enjoy your free time with people with all these free games definitely and although it might not feel the same it's still going to be super fun and it's definitely better than spending your friday night on your own watching netflix yeah it's very it's very repetitive if you do that Okay, so if I've done my studies, if I've done my gaming with family and friends, then you might also have time for some exercise because it can be quite difficult to get exercise, especially 
if maybe we're only allowed out like for a limited time during the day or maybe you might be shielding so it might be very difficult to get out but it's still essential that we make time to move our body and we we keep that intention and we actually make sure that we we do it because it is actually a really powerful tool in staying positive and staying motivated in our everyday lives. Yeah and I think it's really important to point out like lockdown is not your opportunity to put a load of pressure on yourself to lose weight or look a certain way or have a massive you know health MOT like just do mindful movement just do something that makes you feel good do something that's enjoyable something that supports your mental health don't have your goals focused on like aesthetic things have your goals focused on a well-being point of view and you'll find that you want to make more time for it and also you'll find that you enjoy it more yeah I couldn't agree more because something that I've been doing that isn't necessarily like for like weight loss purposes but it's more just to kind of um, feel better about myself is using the Headspace app which students can get for free if they sign up to a Spotify account and on there they've got not only meditation they've got um, exercises and you can do like they've got weekly sessions so like every day a week that you do something so it might just be a 20 to 30 minute exercise and stretching or it might be like a walk like a guided walk that you're being more mindful and even if it's just they have like 10 minutes and five minute sessions as well it can be make a real difference to your day and it really has helped me start my days a lot better recently yeah I love that and there's so many options just like that so an app I've been loving since the first lockdown is an app called down dog and they create a different yoga movement session for you every day and it's always interesting because they randomly put together different sequences and down dog did do like a free trial during the first lockdown which is why I got into it but currently at the moment for students I'm pretty sure it's only like five or seven pound and I honestly think it's been worth the money yeah I remember you telling me that actually and it I did try it a couple times and um, it was so relaxing and just so kind of like it made me feel like I was just in this magical resort where I was seeing yoga and everything was beautiful I was just on my balcony but and it was sunny but it was it was just really really nice and just kind of like really helped me relax definitely I really did enjoy that and if you're on a super tight student budget something I've recently found out about is the Nike training app and they have a bunch of different workouts including yoga and hit sessions and they have different workout programs and it's all completely free it's really really good Okay, moving on to our next point, which was all about doing something for you each day. So Tilda said uh, earlier that she reads her book and she has a nice hot coffee with hot milk in the morning. And that is maybe like one of her little things each day, kind of, it helps her feel good about each day and is something positive. So it can be something big or it can be something small each day that you do and take the time to do because it can honestly change your perspective of how you see the day. Definitely. What's your something that you do each day for yourself? I don't know. I think I like to listen to a podcast as often as I can because not only does it give me cool and interesting facts to talk about, but it just helps me like see what else is going on in the world. So um, one of my favorite ones is actually called the infinite monkey cage with by, by brian cox 
and it's got like scientists but it's also got comedians so I love kind of that perspective of talking about science but then also be able to like joke about it so something that I just listen to by myself while I'm like cooking or something what about you yeah that's a good podcast I started that in a lockdown as well ah awesome (laughs) um yeah like I said I love to read a book I've recently moved house so I now have a bath which is going to be awesome during lockdown number two so I can chill out in my bath I love podcasts and also I've just got more and more into cooking because when you can't go out to eat you kind of want to try and recreate your favorite food at home so I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more of that yeah I did so much of that it was amazing like I did recreated Nando's it helped that my my boyfriend works at Nando's but I did like a veggie option um, and then I recreated like a bunch of different things and like Um, Some of the best things I did was like a load of vegan baking, which I really got into because I've tried some vegan baking stuff and it wasn't like amazing, but being able to like experiment with different recipes and like try as well as like trying new things, like it really opened my eyes to like how vegan baking is kind of like science. It definitely is science. (laughs) And what better time to work out that scientific formula than now? Yeah, exactly. You've got a lot of time to um either start learning how to cook if you've never done it before or baking or you don't have to come out of lockdown with a new skill but it's always handy if like you've got a cool new recipe you can cook and maybe once we can get back together we can show all our friends our cool baking and our cool recipes we made and for the time being you can definitely show off on instagram of course our next point i think is super important and especially for me And that is limit your scrolling time on your phone and your news intake. Because I am so guilty of this, getting sucked into like a social media bubble. Or for me, it's much more getting sucked into reading the news and constantly refreshing like the BBC or The Guardian. And that could be COVID stuff, that could be politics. But at the end of the day, all it does is make me feel really, really terrible and anxious. And I know it's not just me. I know it's a lot of people. And especially when we go into the second lockdown people are going to just be glued to their phones even more than normal so just try and be conscious about it try and limit it there's loads of different ways you can do that you can set well-being timers on your phone depending on how new your phone is you can also just delete the app which I know is something that you've done Millie (laughs) yep (laughs) I did I deleted Instagram just because it didn't really add much to my life Um, and I know a lot of people get a lot of benefits out of it and that's cool But for me, it was just a place where I was like counting up the number of likes I was getting and it just wasn't good. But then I also set a timer on my Facebook for like 10 or 15 minutes. And then if I wanted to look more in depth about like an event or something, I could always use my laptop. So but then it would be more of an effort so that I would have to make a more conscious decision whether I wanted to go on it or not. Smart. See, good idea. And something we've spoken about not on the podcast, but I think would be cool to let the listeners know is like looking out for good news stories or just looking for different perspectives on things because maybe you are just in the mood to sit there and read stuff on your phone that's fine but maybe try and make it positive or something interesting or something where you're learning something new because you can still sit there in a little hole scrolling through your phone but at least make it beneficial yeah exactly and For me, I've been, I had a day in this month that I specifically went out of my way to look for good news stories. And like one of the places where I found it mainly was like uh, the new scientist. So 
I obviously I really love science and like new and interesting discoveries are always like being made. And maybe we'll put the new scientists in the description box so you guys can check <laughs> out some interesting news. I guess we kind of touched on this, but this scrolling, this getting into negativity, as well as many other things during lockdown, can be huge sources of anxiety. And the trouble with anxiety is once it gets going, it can kind of just spiral and become this great big cycle of anxiety. And when you're in a lockdown, there's not really a lot there to stop it. So it's really easy to let that anxiety take over. So we're going to chat a little bit about how you can stop that anxiety cycle. Yeah, it's definitely something, literally, the, when the first lockdown came, I had a massive kind of like a panic attack. And uh, it only, luckily for me, it only happened that one time because after that, I kind of knew what, what was happening. But that initial kind of shock for me, and luckily I don't have it as bad going into the second lockdown, which I'm positive and happy for. It was just really overwhelming uncertainty that I didn't know what was going on. And of course, there are so many people that would have felt like this way. And the way I kind of dealt with it, it like I dealt with it quite differently than I might have done uh, if I was a bit younger or hadn't had some, some of my life experiences. But I straight away called people, my family, my friends, and talked to them about it because it was that's one of the best ways to kind of help relieve your stress, especially if you've got that kind of support network in your family and friends that it's just use it if you if you have it. hundred percent. Something I did was I have a journal and on the days when I felt like I was really kind of spiraling or feeling really negative, I made like a mind map of everything that was on my mind and then on the other page I made a mind map of like all the positives or all the aspirations I have so then I had like all the bad stuff written out and out of my head and then I had time to reflect on all the good stuff and the things that I could look forward to or I could feel good about in that moment and it was just like really cathartic and afterwards like I just felt kind of really peaceful and relaxed and also way more able to talk to people about how I was feeling because I'd worked through it already. I love that because, yeah, writing things down really does put things into perspective, doesn't it? And it, sometimes it can help show you kind of how many good things you've got going on in your life. And maybe it's if you write down all the people who you care about and who care about you, that could be a massive list. And then you could write down all the positive things that are happening in the world and in your city or in your life, all the positive things and all the good things you've got going on. It can really like put it into perspective and then your list of negatives is sure to be smaller than your list of positives. Definitely. It's a really good thing to do. Okay. And I think that's probably um, all of our tips. I did have one final thing that I wanted to say that I didn't <laughs> say before. Go for um, it. But it's just something that we did during lockdown. So we talked about like recreating like restaurant meals and things like that. But I recreated a whole uh, restaurant and cinema experience for me and my boyfriend with like a, I put up like tickets and I made like a fake bar and I made like, we had like disco lights going on. I made like the free cost meal and we had like popcorn and everything. I just wanted to like say like, you can still enjoy your time at home and recreate all these experiences whilst being at home. So it's just something that you don't get to do all the time because we are so busy. Um, but maybe you could put a positive spin on and recreate a whole experience in your home. 
that I love you that. might not get to do. You know oh, what? <laughs> I We also did a similar thing in my house during the first lockdown. We recreated bottomless brunch a few times. So we had mimosas and we bought crumpets or made pancakes and we played music and everyone got a little bit dressed up. And like, it's just silly, but it made us kind of feel like we'd done something fancy and fun with the day. And it meant everyone was in the kitchen at the same time and everyone was smiling and talking. And it just kind of like set the tone for the rest of the week if you do something like that on the weekend. Oh, I love that. I've literally written that down just now. (laughs) I really want to try that. And it's really low effort because like you don't have to do a lot of prep to make a brunch. Love that. Oh, amazing. Yeah, definitely. I think this ends things on a really positive note. But I do just want to say that whether you're locked down in a shared household, in halls, or maybe you are locked down on your own, these tips all apply to you. And there's ways that you can be creative and work around the lockdown and find a way to have some joy in your life, even if it is just hot, milky coffee in the morning. Definitely. And it's less uncertain this time, which is a positive to take. And we kind of, we know what we're dealing with and we know how we reacted last time and we know the steps we took last time to look after ourselves and look after our mental health. And we can definitely focus on those more without having to go through the struggle of figuring out what you have to do. So we are a bit more prepared. We've got all the systems and games and video conferencing in place. We are ready for this and we're all in this together and we can do it. I've got like High School Musical in my head now. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't ended with singing for a while. Come on. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I learned the dance over lockdown. That's something you can do, guys. There you go. You can, and for listeners amongst us who are far too young and far too cool to care about High School Musical, Maybe that can be your lockdown activity. You can re-watch all the High School Musical movies and just educate yourself yeah. on the fabulous soundtrack. I don't know anyone who's too cool for High School Musical. If you think you're above it, no. You're wrong. What are you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and listening to us ramble away about how isolation does not mean you have to be isolated. If you want to hear a comforting voice at any point during this lockdown period, We do have over 20 episodes of the Life in Plim podcast and you can listen to us uh, talk a bunch of nonsense and just be our lovely selves as much as you want. And we're still going to be recording these episodes. So if you have any ideas of things you do want to hear about, let us know. And that's all we've got time for. So thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. We're all in this together.